the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Bisburg. I'm your host, Kathy Emmons. This program sponsored by Lutheran Lay Renewal. My guest today is Bill Olschlager. Bill, welcome in. Thank you very much, Kathy. It's good to be with you again. Bill, talk about, first off, what is your role at Lutheran Lay Renewal? I am the executive director. Okay. Um, and what brought you to this position, Bill? Well, Lutheran Lay Renewal uh, asked me to be the executive director of this ministry. I first started working for them back in 2009, but I have a history that goes back 23 years with Lutheran Lay Renewal. I had served on the board, I had served on a lot of renewal weekend teams, and they wanted to grow the ministry, so they asked me to uh, be the director and uh, and do that. And so you come to this position, obviously, with a lot of passion for it, being involved in it for so long. Uh, what drew you to it at first? Well, I actually was the executive director of another ministry, and uh, we worked together with Lutheran Lay Renewal for many years. And what made so you so? So when you heard about Lutheran Lay Renewal, like offering you a position, or your maybe perhaps it was the, the first salvo of like, how would you like to be involved? What made the organization stand out to you? Well, they were pretty, doing pretty much the same thing that we were doing at another ministry that was serving another denomination. And uh, Lutheran Lay Renewal at that time was a very small ministry, and they needed our help. And so uh, our other, the other ministry I worked for uh, was helping them out uh, quite a bit. So, Bill, if someone's listening to the program and they're thinking, well, I'm going to shut this off. I'm not Lutheran. Uh, you know, this doesn't have anything to do with me. Uh, I know you well enough to know that that's actually not the case. Talk about the wide scope that Lutheran Lay Renewal um, applies to. I'm really glad you asked me that question because we are willing to serve any Christian church. So we are we, even though Lutheran is part of our name, we have served other denominations, and uh, we're always willing to do that. And uh, specifically, one of our partners in Africa is the uh, Anglican Church of Uganda. So it doesn't matter Anglican Lutheran. You're seeing that there's an ecumenical call for what you do. Yes, we are. I mean, our, our ministry is really to the whole body of Christ. So let's get to the heart of what that ministry is, Bill. Lutheran Lay Renewal, what do you do? Well, we lead uh, renewal weekends. We have a weekend program that we've been doing now for 51 years. We have a sharing your faith workshop, which is a, a one-hour workshop that can be offered on, on a Sunday morning to uh, an adult and teen uh, Bible study class. We have a half-day retreat on the topic of spiritual transformation, and we also have a one-day workshop on the work of the Holy Spirit. So we have lots of different things that we offer to congregations in terms of uh, evangelism and spiritual renewal. So when people hear that, they think, okay, well, that, you know, that sounds 
interesting, but how would how would that apply? Where would I contact? Uh, you mentioned a Sunday school. Where else would I contact like a half day retreat on a spiritual renewal? Well, this we come to the church, so oh, okay. these retreats take place at a church. Now, occasionally, uh, we've gone to some kind of a retreat center, or um, you know, some some uh, place where. Uh, people want to get away. Maybe a church council wants to get away and go away for a weekend, and we'll lead a retreat for them for the weekend. But generally, these events happen right at the church. So a church invites you, a church of any denomination, Bill, uh, is looking for someone to lead a retreat. Maybe they're looking specifically for someone who's outside the church body uh, to lead a retreat on, uh, you know, you said workshop on the Holy Spirit, um, a retreat on spiritual renewal, sharing your faith, that sort of thing. And so they'd reach out to you and extend the invitation? That's pretty much the way it works, yes. Okay. Um, In your um, experience, Bill, talk about why that's a good decision to make, going outside your church for someone to do that kind of function for your congregation. Well, you know, there's an old saying that an expert is just somebody from out of town. <laughs> there's, some, <laughs> there's some truth to that. So, yeah. um, you know, it really is helpful for people to get uh, an outside perspective. Um, you know, pastors, a lot of pastors specialize in different parts of different areas of ministry. But for a lot of them, evangelism or, you know, spiritual renewal maybe isn't uh, their field of expertise. And so... It's really helpful to have someone come in from outside who has a lot of experience in this. Uh, for example, I've been working on uh, renewal weekend teams and ministries of evangelism for over 30 years now, and uh, have uh, been on over 80 renewal weekends and wow. dozens of retreats and workshops and things like that. So we have a lot of expertise in that area. So, Bill, if someone's listening and they're thinking, well, I don't really know if the theology of my home congregation would uh, match up with Lutheran lay renewal, how would they discern that? Well, what we're doing is really not Lutheran-specific. Um, what we're doing really does not uh, talk about Lutheran theology. Everything that we do is appropriate for any Christian church. Mm-hmm. Bill O'Schlager with me, Executive Director of Lutheran Lay Renewal. This program also streaming live on odyssey.com, tunein.com, iHeartRadio, also on our station's website. Um, Bill O'Schlager is the Executive Director. So, Bill, the last time we spoke, we spent a good amount of time talking about Lutheran Lay Renewal, what it does here in the States, the kind of services that it offers, the kind of history it has. Um, but let's expand our scope now and um, go overseas. I know that you've had an extensive ministry um, uh, on the continent of Africa. And so why don't you start us out talking about Uganda. First off, how you became established there, and then what's happened since? Well, in 2018, the dean of the Lutheran Seminary, uh, who is also the dean of the eastern region of Uganda, for the Lutheran Church of Uganda, uh, contacted me, and, and the church, the Lutheran Church of Uganda, was looking for ministries that might help them uh, build Christian community, and also grow the churches. And so I sent them by email what we have to offer, and they were very interested in our Renewal Weekend program. So they started running our Renewal Weekend programs in eastern Uganda in 2018, and they were very, very successful. 
So the next step was they invited me to visit in January of 2019, mm -hmm. which I did. Uh, I visited the seminary. Had you I ever been to Uganda, Bill? I had not. No, I had never been to Africa before. So this was my first trip. Wow, that must have been fantastic. Uh, it was, yeah. The people are just wonderful to be with. The Christians over there are just they are filled with the spirits. Uh, they love the Lord. They're very gracious and hospitable, and they really appreciate everything mm -hmm. that you do for them. So they're, they're just wonderful Christians to be with. So while I was there, uh, we visited a lot of congregations. I went with the dean uh, when he was making pastoral visits. Uh, I led a three-day renewal conference at the Lutheran Seminary, had meetings with the bishop and a lot of church leaders, and uh, it was a wonderful experience for everybody. And then what happened in 2020 was uh, Uganda, you know, was locked down for most of the year due to COVID. So the churches and schools were closed, and a lot of people couldn't work. And so we had to refocus on what we could do over there. Uh, we've always been a renewal ministry and not a mission agency, but we started doing, you know, mission work. We were providing funding for the Lutheran Church of Uganda. Uh, we sent the money for, to buy food for their people. And when the churches were closed, uh, they wanted to do a radio broadcast on Sunday morning. So we provided the funding for that. Wow. Uh, there's a radio station called Kira FM, and they broadcast all over eastern Uganda from the city of Jinja. Uh, they can reach six million people from there. And so every Sunday morning they had two radio broadcasts of a Christian church service, one in English and one in Lusoga, which is the language of eastern Uganda. And uh, this was the only Christian broadcast in the whole eastern part of the country during 2020 mm -hmm. and 2021. And so we funded that for them. Well, so that's a real pivot for Lutheran Lay Renewal. It really is, yeah. This was uh, really, an, the way we saw it was an opportunity, uh, a calling from God to do things that we had never been doing before. And uh, fortunately, God provided some of the uh, funding we needed to uh, to serve the church over there. Isn't that terrific? You know, some of the best things that came, um, COVID had so many just wretched, difficult, sad, painful things about it. Um, and so whenever I see a positive that came out of COVID, I try to latch onto it and, and you know, recognize that it wasn't all bad. Um, and so this is one of those moments where I see, okay, this is an organization that saw that there was something different that could be done. And so, you know, we're going to kind of take the bull by the horns. That's right. In 2020 and also 21, we couldn't really do a whole lot in this country. A lot of churches were shut down. They're not you know, having uh, worship services by Zoom or, fa or on Facebook. So we didn't really have a lot we could do in this country. And uh, God opened doors for us in Africa to serve the church over there. Hmm. Talking to Bill Ulschlager, Executive Director of Lutheran Lay Renewal. You can find information about Lutheran Lay Renewal at lutheranrenewal.com. That's lutheranrenewal.com or by phoning 724-287-5151, 724-287-5151. You can also contact them on Facebook at Lutheran Lay Renewal of America. Um, so after your trip to Uganda in 2018, Bill, um, I want to hear how you connected with the Anglican Church. Church of Uganda. 
Yeah, thank you for asking me about that. Um, what happened was uh, I went back to Uganda in 2021 in May. And uh, once the country had opened up enough so that I could get in, and uh, I was on, this was a 20-day trip, the second time wow. I went over. And again, I visited a lot of congregations. We, uh, I preached at a couple of different places. Uh, one of the churches where I preached is Chaya Bazala Lutheran Church and School. And uh, it's really uh, the building that they have there. Is, uh, it's basically just uh, tree branches covered with mud, what mm-hmm. we in the south, southwestern United States would call adobe, with a corrugated metal roof and a dirt floor. And uh, they had bricks there. They wanted to build a new church and a school, yeah, but they didn't have the money. And so what we did is uh, also they, they had a school there it was meeting in this one-room church building. They had kindergarten, first and second grade. And then all the children from grades three up had to walk three and a half miles each way, so seven miles round trip every day to go to school. Wow. And, uh, you know, on dusty dirt roads. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, during the rainy seasons, uh, these roads would be muddy. And this is how children had to get to school over there. So when I came back... We um, we raised some funds. We sent out a request in our newsletter, and a very generous Lutheran couple here in the Pittsburgh area donated ten thousand dollars. Wow! And so we were able to build a uh, a new church school building. So now they have grades one through seven in the school, and then the the Christians can worship there on Sunday also. And it's the only school in the community of Chayabazala. So this is not serving just the Lutherans. This is serving the entire mm-hmm. Chayabazala community. And, but anyway, as a result of uh, our relationship with the Lutheran Church of Uganda, uh, the Anglican Diocese of Northwest Ancola found out about our ministry. And they contacted us also and asked if we could do some ministry with them next time I went over there. So after spending 10 days with the Lutherans in eastern Uganda, I went over to uh, western Uganda and spent a week over there with the Anglican Diocese and did pretty much the same things that we do with the Lutherans. I led three retreats for the diocese at St. Paul's Cathedral in Ibanda. And the day one of the retreat was for, it was basically the same retreat, but I led it for three different groups of people each day. So day one was for the pastors and lay leaders of the diocese. Day two was for the mother's union and father's union leaders. And day three was for the youth leaders, the children's leaders, and the school chaplains. Mm. A lot of the schools over there have uh, Christian chaplains in them. So um, this also turned out to be very successful, and um, you know, they greatly appreciated our ministry there. So we've developed a par- partnership with them, too, and uh, we've been providing some funding for the church over there, for the Anglican Diocese. And then your relationships are ongoing? They are, yes. Uh, I hope to be going back sometime this year. Uh, I, I keep getting requests to come back and serve both churches and um, you know, lead more uh, renewal conferences for them. So I'm expecting that's going to happen sometime this year. 
Bill, talk about how personally that's changed your view of the church. You know, every time I travel to a different country and see Christians there, it, you know, uh, it really opens my mind to what God's doing. Well, it's so much different from uh, the church in this country. Uh, first of all, most of the church buildings there are very poor looking. Now, in Uganda, um, 86% of the country is Christian and 13% is Muslim. Most of the Muslims are located in eastern Uganda, which is where I spend most of my time. Mm-hmm. Almost every village you go through in eastern Uganda has you know, at least one church and also a mosque. Okay. Now, the, the Muslim mosques are normally very nice-looking buildings. They're much better built, freshly painted, much nicer buildings than the Christian churches. Now, the people are equally poor, whether they're Christian or, or Muslim. Uh, Uganda is one of the 25 poorest countries in the world. So why do the Muslims have these nice mosques and the Christians have run-down churches? It's because there are wealthy Muslim uh, oil countries, such as Saudi Arabia, for example, that are providing money to the Muslims in Uganda to build these nice mosques. But there aren't many Christians in the Western world who are willing to help Mm. the Christians in these poor countries. But in spite of that, uh, there are there are Muslims being converted to Jesus, and, uh, and who are then joining churches. I've led a uh, another renewal conference in uh, Kuwaiti, in Uganda, when I was there in last May. Three, and this was for pastors, seminarians, and um, other church leaders. Three of the Christian church leaders who attended that renewal conference, are former Muslims. Is that right? And they got to hear testimonies um, from other Christians about how God has been working in their lives. And most of these Muslims uh, are fairly new in the faith Hmm. and uh, never got to have that kind of an experience before. Talking to Bill Olschlager, he's the executive director of Lutheran Lay Renewal. Information about Lutheran Lay Renewal you can be found online at lutheranrenewal.com or at 724-287-5151, 724-287-5151, or on Facebook, you can look up Lutheran Lay Renewal of America. Um, Bill, before the program ends, I want to give you a good amount of time to talk about your ministry in Rwanda. How did that develop? Well, the uh, president, the pastor who's president of the uh, Reformed Lutheran Church of Rwanda found out about our ministry and found out what we were doing in Uganda. And so he contacted me a couple years ago and wanted us to do the same thing for them in Rwanda. Uh, unfortunately, I was not able to visit Rwanda last May when I went to Uganda. Uh, the two countries border each other. They're not that pretty close together. I uh, was not able to do that because Rwanda had not yet opened up to um, have large gatherings. Mm. Uh, it was still not completed, completely locked down, but they had to have, have small gatherings. So I was not able to visit. But we have been providing food for the Reformed Lutheran Church of Rwanda also during the uh, time that they were locked down over there. It's another very poor country, and so... 
with churches and schools closed and a lot of people not being able to work, you know, food was a real problem. So we were able to provide funding for them to buy food. And, but this church, too, uh, is growing very, very fast. Um, I got an email um, last month from Jean-Claude Manaragaba, who's the uh, pastor, who's president of the church, and uh, sent a lot of photos. And he said on November 28th, they received uh, 54 new members into their congregation of Bufunda. And they also, on Christmas Day, they baptized 170 children. Wow. This is how the church is growing in Africa. Uh, So they're adding new believers uh, all the time. And so the challenge then is uh, to help people grow in the faith and to provide the leadership to, uh, to help people to do that. And so that's what we're helping these churches do. So, now, for example, yeah, go ahead. Give me some examples. I want to hear uh, practically what that means. Yeah, I'll give you an example. Um, in the Eastern Deanery of the Lutheran Church of Uganda, They have uh, 54 congregations and 12 preaching stations, but they have only nine ordained pastors. So what they need to do is train lay people to lead worship and to lead congregations that don't have a pastor. Uh, One of my good pastor friends over there has 13 different congregations under, you know, his care. Oh, my gosh. Obviously, he can't handle all that himself, so they have a... Lutheran Lay Leaders uh, training program, and we're providing funding for that also to train up uh, train up uh, people who can lead worship and minister in local congregations that don't have pastors. Now, the seminary there, the Lutheran Seminary, is fairly new. It just started in 2017, so they are working on training uh, men for to be pastors over there, but they still need lay leaders to step up and do a lot of the work. So that's an important thing we're doing. When I was there in May, um, I bought uh, Lusoga language Bibles for all of the all of the people in the Lutheran Lay Leaders Training Program, and presented them to them when I visited with them. Mm-hmm. And we're providing the uh, financial funding they need for this program too. Also, in the uh, Reformed Lutheran Church of uh, Rwanda. Uh, they found out about this, and they're trying to do the same thing because the church is growing so fast. So we are providing money to buy Bibles in the local language for people over there in Rwanda. We're also providing funding to um, train deacons and deaconesses to minister to all the new believers who are coming into the churches. Well, it sounds like an incredibly exciting place um, at this time. And, and so I'm thinking of people listening to the program wondering, you know, it, it are, can people be involved in this them individually? Can people donate to the cause? Um, people who perhaps feels a, a calling to Rwanda or Uganda um, or just are passionate for, you know, renewal in whatever country um, it's found. Talk about how people could be involved. Well, there are all kinds of skills that are needed over there. And the first thing I'll mention is that um, one of the places I visited in eastern Uganda was uh, Nigobia. I had been to the, this village before. It's a pretty remote village. And there's a Lutheran church there, and on the church grounds they have uh, 
to have a medical center, but it was closed because I didn't have the money to keep it open. It had been closed for years. So after I came back, we raised the money for them to hire a nurse, and and we sent them the money to pay for all the medicine they need. And so they reopened the medical clinic that serves this community of about 5,000 people that has no other medical care available. Wow. Uh, the closest... Uh, Medical facility was in um, Luca, which is about 15 miles away. And the only way, and people don't have cars over there. Um, if you're wealthy, you might have a, a motorbike, but you know, very few people have cars out in the remote areas. So imagine if you're sick, having to ride 15 miles on a very bumpy dirt road to get to the nearest, you know, medical clinic. It's prohibitive, yeah. Right, and so we were able to get that open, and we're committed to keeping that open. Uh, but the dean of uh, the Eastern Deanery, uh, Peter Maganda, uh, asked if next time I come over, if, if we could bring some nurses to, who would uh, help you know, minister at the medical clinic. So that's one of the needs, but there are other you know, job skills that are always in uh, need over there. If people would like to travel over and get involved in helping the people there. There are lots of different things that can be done. Um, the, the Lutherans, as a result of our visit last uh, May, the Lutherans, Lutheran Church of Uganda and the Anglican Diocese of Northwest Ancola are working together on some projects. One is to provide seeds for people to uh, plant on their property so they can grow more of their own food. They get packages of 12 different types of seeds, fruits and vegetables that they can grow to feed each other. And then they've also started a pastoral leadership institute. Oh, Bill, I'm, I would love to hear about that pastoral leadership program, but we are so short on time. I want to make sure that our listeners remember Lutheran Lay Renewal can be found at LutheranRenewal.com, 724-287-5151. On Facebook, Lutheran Lay Renewal of America, or call 724-287-5151. Bill Olschlager, Lutheran Lay Renewal, thanks for being with us. Oh, thank you, Kathy. It's great to be with you. Absolutely. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.